This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi. Hi. Look at my hair. I know, I see it. <laughs> love it we appreciate you though i know that we, it's that we've been it's been a runaround for us trying yeah. to get on here well hi ladies hi are we, are we rolling we're rolling yep okay if you guys are wondering why i look like shit because i just got out of the shower oh, i think you look amazing oh thank you thank you a little bit strong <laughs> the funny thing is like as as this podcast keeps going it's going to start drying and <laughs> It's just, I'm going to be a completely different person it at the end start, of it. It'll start at the ends though. And it will yeah. Like and at the front. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy about this. <laughs> anyway. Love you guys. What's up? What's up? Welcome to Between the Reps, Brooke and Gina and Dana. Oh. Are we doing DB and J or B and J? B D and J sounds like a sex, like, I don't know, BDSM or something. B D D B and J. Yeah. All right. Sounds okay. better. Look, she's new to the podcast and she's already already claiming are you at the forefront. <laughs> <laughs> it should be J B and D. J B and D. J B D. That I mean that sounds pretty good too. J B D. Yeah. I make hey. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I just start thinking of like the what would Jesus do bracelets? But trying oh. to think of like <laughs> What, what would B D and J what do? What would J B D do? Yeah, nobody nobody wants that. No. Probably the wrong thing. Anyway, what are you talking about? How's, how's your how's your shitty uh, uh manicure? <laughs> it doesn't look that bad on screen. No, they're not bad from far away. I think they look great. Well, I think Gina, I should almost replay the voice notes you sent me about my nails. Yeah. Well, so I'm sure anybody out there that gets their nails done can, uh, not even, not all of them even go to my cuticle. You make, well, it's like you make the time to go sit in a chair for like an hour to two hours, depending on what you're getting done. And then for it to come out shitty, it sucks. I mean, you know, there's worse problems in the world. Because my lady, (laughs) I just wanted to like put like light pink on it just so, cause my new natural, just natural. 
And she's uh-huh. like, no, I'll buff it. So I was like, cool. All right. We'll see what that looks when like. She sold it to you though, too. She was like, no, it's better. And they're shiny and so yeah. beautiful. So beautiful. And she's like, okay. I was like, I've done it. They've done that to me before. So she's like, like squared off my, my nails. nails but like, they were like pointed on the sides. So they kept like stabbing me. So I finally just cut them all off. Yeah. Sometimes when you ask them. Like little boy hands. Oh. <laughs> That's really just. It's yeah. so annoying when they like file them all the way down. Like you finally grown them and they file them to match that one I that broke. Specifically, I specifically went in there and I, you guys, I've been working on not picking up my nails, using a nail file, growing them out. And they were so long and I had them painted. And then I picked my gel polish off and. Cause you are a picker. I'm a picker. And um, I had two nails that I broke when I was in Florida and I had been, I didn't pick any of the other ones. I, you know, they were grub. Those two nails were growing back out. And I went in there and I said, I know that I have a couple nails that are like a lot shorter than the other one. I said, but do not file my nails. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, I will, I'll put a color on them and they'll be shorter, but they'll just grow out. I just don't want you to file all of them off. And he's like, and they okay, filed them all off. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, not only did he file them all the way off, but like her, none of them were the same shape. Like no two are alike. Well, that's kind of special. <laughs> and uh, so I, I wanted their own individuality. I voice noted Gina and I was like, dude, I got to vent you right now. I was like, my nails got fucked up. Tell her what happened. Um, not only that, but I got talked into doing powder doing dip the dip i do the dip i know dana hates the dip does the dip i never i've done it before and then i i stopped doing it i just do gel but i thought i was like maybe it would i've seen girls that do it and it looks nice and so i was like oh maybe because my nails are longer like it will it will look better it's supposed to be um better than gel because they'll uh, stay stronger yeah so that's what i was like you know whatever okay and then it didn't matter because he filed off all the length that I have and none of the ends of them are the same. And in fact, as the way he dipped them, uh, there's multiple, that there's more powder that was, that ended in up the, like in, in the, the middle. middle of the nail. Yeah. And then in the back is like the last dip that he did. So in the, it kind of goes like, so this. He went like gradual, like from the top to the bottom. It, from the end, it goes up. And then it goes back down. It, yeah, it's like a, it's like the bunny hill at yes, Stacy yeah. Resort. That's did a shitty job. Did a shit job, and I can <laughs> see it happening. Like it's happening. Dee is dealing with her own thing because she like wants them to paint I was her like, nails. Can you just paint it. She's like, but I just put oil on it. I was like, put some. Can you take it off? You yeah, can. just spray it with spray it with some oil. Uh, can you take oh, it off? There you go. <laughs> yeah, because they usually rub your hands or whatever with lotion in your feet, and then they wipe the nail off, and then they paint them yeah so anyways i'm looking at this dude first i had picked a nail color that was gel and he went and matched it he's like oh do dip yeah do dip i was like okay i'm like it's gonna be the same color because the same color and as he's like doing my nails slightly more fluorescent than the color that i picked but i'm sitting there and i'm like getting they're finishing my toes and i'm just kind of stuck d's dealing with her conundrum over there and i'm looking at him and i said to him i was like can you file them down more they're really thick and he says they're not thick there's <laughs> I love it when they tell you something yeah. and you're like no he said no that's he's like there's it's 
actually pretty thin. And I'm like, and I show him, I'm like, look, there's a mound. And I'm like, and so he's like trying to file it, which he had, is bad. he had a Dremel. Yeah, they sand it. But here's the thing. As he's like doing the top of the nail, it didn't seem to be making any changes at all. He but was he just faking it. But he took that Dremel to the side of one of my nails and it fucking oh, yeah. took the, the corner off. <laughs> like, and at that point I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, it, it is, is what it is. It, it is was, what it, it is. It was not great. No. Well, it was funny because uh, so you you had left me a voice note and then I was like, okay, how bad can it really be? But you also talked about what happened to your nails, right? She's like talking about the same thing. They filed her nails off. Oh, I went in. I had my a pedicure done and the lady, I, uh, the lady goes, uh, she goes to clip, like after they put the gel on, she goes with the little cuticle clippers and clips my toe, my pinky toe. And I went, ow. And she goes, oh no, it's, it's just gel. And I go, no, that's my toe. And she goes to do it again. And she clips it again. I go, don't do that. That's my, that's my toe. She goes, no, it's just the gel. And I look and I'm like, my toe is bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I can tell if you're clipping my freaking flesh or not. I'm not going to say ow for no reason. Yeah. So she was arguing with me as I'm bleeding. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Not going back to that place. Gina sends me a picture of her nails. And I'm just like, had told me how shitty they were. And I'm looking and I was like, they actually look pretty great. You know, not actually. So I send her a picture of mine. But they're short. Yes, they're short. But I send her a picture of mine. Should I just play the voice note you sent me? You can. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. Uh, that's good. Well, you said that they looked like... Um, I told you that they... Little candies like, that you wouldn't want to eat. Yeah, I said they look like little round candies stuck to my fingers. And they're <laughs> the type of candy anyone... Yeah, anyone would pass in the <laughs> Right. You're like the ones that spin in your like grandpa's pocket. <laughs> so she sends me her nails and then I send her mine. <laughs> and oh Gina God. says this. Oh yeah, I go, they look like little candies you would never buy. Yeah. And Gina I says, that finger. are pretty awful. Um, I was ready to tell you that they were fine, <laughs> but they're really awful. <laughs> and you didn't even like get to your cuticle on a lot of them <laughs> dude wow <laughs> but i don't know i think um they'll look good from far away yeah like from over there no this is this is when it gets good oh my god and michaela's here to pick me up so we can go to dinner movie club and I was telling her the whole backstory, and I told her how I was like ready to tell you that they were probably fine, and then saw them and thought, "Oh wow, yeah, they're not, they're not that great." And she goes, "Oh my god, they look like toenails." <laughs> <laughs> they do. They really do. Dude, I was, I was. I feel like they don't look like that now, right? You know, and like from far away, they're, know, they're not. I mean, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Put a little color on mine. They're like, no, dude, no. Fine. I had told Todd about them, and he said, uh, he told me, he said, how are they? And I said, they're not, not good. Yeah. Not bad. And he, I said, just you don't look at them up close. He goes, well, I'm going to look at them up close. And he looks at me and he goes, they look like little, little girl hands, like little girl nails. And I'm like, they do. 
They do look like little girl nails. nails. They, like their nails are still like, you know, deciding what kind of shape they're going to be. Yeah. I'm sure that our listeners probably have some, I mean, these aren't the worst stories. I'm sure that they have some horror stories. So if you have any horror stories, please email us at between the reps at gmail.com. Yes, please. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I have a question that I was going to read. I haven't, I haven't pre-read it, so hopefully I can. You just okay. go for it. All right, I'm going to go for it. This is from Victoria. I won't read your whole name. Uh, good morning. My name is Victoria, and I watch all your podcasts. I'm always entertained. I love the dynamic of Brooke and Gina, and of course, Dana now. I will keep this as short as I can because I know you guys are busy. I was wondering how Brooke and Gina became friends. I can be very shy, introverted, and it is difficult to meet new friends at age 30. I'm from Minnesota and live in North Carolina, moved here four years ago. I met my boyfriend here very shortly after moving and feel like I need my own social life. Yes, girl, you do. I met my boyfriend at the gym and we started out as friends and we would work out and get coffee together. Since the pandemic hit, he stopped exercising after 17 straight years with no breaks. He is going to go back, but I realized that I should probably have a girl as a friend and need my own time. Anyway, the reason I love your guys' friendship is because I get along with older people <laughs> much easier <laughs> than girls my age. Any advice for someone to meet new friends without seeming too desperate? Thank you so much. Uh, go to the uh, nursing home. <laughs> yeah. Go volunteer at, the, at a nursing home. Like old people? Yeah, make a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I met Gina to- when she was standing in line to get her life alert. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I was standing Help in line. I met Gina. We met through the gym. Uh, we met through the gym. Yeah. And I met Dana through the internet, the internet, the but internet, by but, the know, gym. fitness the world. Internet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot of hit or miss, you know, I mean, I've met a lot of women through the years, but these are the two I've landed on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're good ones. Yeah. We're solid. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I think that's a common. I always have a hard time with women who say I just can't be friends with girls or whatever because I kind of feel like maybe there's a problem with them. Oh yeah, maybe like a competitive issue or or something going on. But I do think that it is hard to. I mean, it's it's hard to meet people sometimes. I mean, sometimes they fall into your lap, which I think is kind of what happened with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but and we've talked about you know, in the past, I've become friends with people too quickly and then realize they're fucking bonkers mm-hmm. or we're not the same kind of people or, and, and, or it doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with them. It could be something wrong with me. I don't know. Um, no, I think that you used to be, uh, you didn't hold, you did you, you do it a lot better now. Yeah. I'm better now. You would never like, allowed time where you kind of like held someone new like an arm's length like you were friendly yeah but if that person was if you met them through a good friend of yours it was if you were just your sweetest self nicest self would do anything to help them like just a helper and then all of a sudden you're like why am I being taken advantage of right right and I'm over here like the fuck yeah. They know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. They know. I feel like Dana, you've had that experience too. Uh, I think we both do. When you're in the internet's weird. And when you get to some sort of stature and people look up to you and they want to do the things that you you can get a, I I can be friends with literally anybody because everyone wants to be my friend. Yeah. But there's like such a little trial. <laughs> period trial period I always keep people very distance I will be super friendly but we've learned me and Rob have learned over the years so many times that like yeah we can be friends with everyone everyone wants to be our friend but they want something out of us we always figure it out maybe like a year later and a lot of times I can always tell based on like when I first meet someone first intuition on anybody I'm so good. And if I get any kind of like weird vibe, weird feeling, just something just doesn't feel right. I'm like, I don't like, Hey, we're going to keep that person at a distance until they can like prove themselves that they're not like using us. And because we do that and like, we'll, we become really good friends with people. We put them in videos, we get them this other level that they're trying to be with us. And then they like kind of burn us. They were like, yep, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. We have that with like employees, people that work with us. Yeah. It's, it's, well, I, I, well, I think that that's probably a pretty common thing with anybody who has any kind of uh, fame or, or clout or anything. Um, it would be harder to weed those people out. It is. Um, so that's kind of a, a, you, you would probably automatically, since that has happened so many times, do that. Like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Let's, There's let's... Like, I, I can't think, think of the like cues right now, but things like I look for, like, like I don't even hang out with some of my friends that I used to be friends with in college because uh, all they want to do is like, hey, when we're hanging out, it's like, oh, selfie, selfie. It's like, right. can we yeah. just hang out? Like, yeah. stop. Yeah. Like we haven't taken a picture since we, like, I like, I feel like I don't have anything to post, but like, we're too busy actually hanging out, not too busy. Like, Ooh, what can I post on the internet? Exactly. Yeah. That's like a big thing. Well, like I've even said to, you know, we have, I know people that have a runny nose. I know. <laughs> I know people that 
also have, you know, do social and things like that. And it's always. We're just all a mess. Just <laughs> like every, everything, when you're, we're all hanging out, like everything always turns into an opportunity to capitalize on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on one hand, like I, you know, I try to think about it from all sides on one hand, uh, smart, you know? Yeah. And this is a, the world of like world of business and like having to do with like online marketing or social media or, um, anything like that, it's always changing. So you do always have to be working. I understand that. And at the same time, I don't want that all the time. I don't do it. So it's like, I have to, I have to tell myself, I'm like, well, you know, uh, I could probably be doing better or like have more followers or more engagement. And I haven't even posted in four days. Yeah. And like, and I, and on one hand, it's like, I should, I need to do better. Like I need to do that for me and for other people that work with me. And at the same time, there are certain times where it's like, if I don't feel like it, if I'm having a bad day or I'm like really stressed, I've got so much shit going on and like, you know, fires need to be put out all over the place. The last thing I I think of doing is posting. Like I, so I don't. Well, and, and you've even said it, you know, like when we were down for Dana's birthday, it's like, there's so many great opportunities to have all these like great videos, but sometimes you just want to enjoy your friends and enjoy uh, being with each other and not monopolizing on that. I mean, for me, it's not a big deal. I don't have, you know, I, I'm not linked to social media in the same way. So it's not yeah. important to me, but you know, so yeah, sometimes you just want to enjoy the people that you're around and not just creating content. And like, I even think about it when like we went, we drove up Glacier, yeah. right? And you see something so beautiful, and you like, get your phone out, take a picture, yeah. picture. and I'll like, literally I'll put my camera up, and I'm like, and I think to myself like, and I just immediately put my camera away. It's like I want the memory. Stupid. Yeah, I want. I, I should put it on my story. I should be involved in my story, but like on Instagram. But then I, the next thing I think about, I was like, I just just want to have a memory. And on my phone, it's never going to show through the way I'm seeing it right now. So what am I doing? In fact, instead of having my phone out, I'll put it in my pocket and then see it. And if I want to remember it, I'll just, let's fucking come back. Yeah. We'll come again. Right. And we'll come another time with someone who has a camera who can like document it for us. This Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, but really we kind of got off track with that because She's basically asking, like, how how would she? I think the easiest thing is find what you like to do. So I'm assuming that she enjoys the gym. So that's where you find your friends. Find friends that like all the things that like. If you love playing basketball, go to a basketball. Like it's yeah, the same right. thing. If you love hiking, go to a glacier and like go to a park. Go start hiking, and you're gonna run into people that have similar things that interest you. Yeah. And I think what she's saying too, is that she's a little more shy. So I can see how that would be an obstacle of not feeling comfortable. I mean, I know I wouldn't just go up to somebody and be like, Hey, hi, I'm Gina. Uh, do you like Gina to say, yeah, you want to be my friend? I think the easiest way, especially for a girl, uh-huh. it, like just go like, you find someone that you want to be like, Oh my God, I love your shoes. Like you just find something right. that you like love. And then it just, you have a conversation. Like, you have up a conversation. conversation or like, Oh shit. Like, where'd you get that shirt? I like it. 
or if you yeah. know something they're wearing or like a, a movement they're doing like oh I really like that movement what, what right just ask a question and then it usually starts from there yeah because then you break the ice so yeah. if you want to have a conversation or you know introduce yourself or maybe you just moved there or whatever or you're new to the gym break the ice with a compliment or a question yes. and then be like hey I'm so-and-so and I you know I haven't lived here that long um maybe we can train yeah sometime. maybe we yeah. can do some training sessions together something like that yeah it's not yeah. A commonality find a commonality it's not fun training by yourself yeah go train with someone no definitely not yeah more enjoyable when you can like chat and giggle with someone yeah well and I think too it's uh it, depending on what gym you're at, I know that our gym does a lot of community building things to try to include people. Now, I know that sometimes there end up being groups within that. And I, and I think sometimes like we've had it happen at our gym where we have kind of our core group of people. And then sometimes other people will join us for different things. If it's, if it's not, if it's outside of the gym or something, the gym has planned and there have been some people in the past that are like, well, I don't feel like I'm included in the, with the cool kids or the cool club or whatever, but it's kind of like you have, you have to make sure that, that you are not, not that they are the cool kids or the cool club, but I think that sometimes people blame other people for not including them when they're not really not putting themselves job. out there. It's, it's not, not their, their job. job. So that one thing is that it's like playing the victims really easy. Like, right. Oh, it's me. It's very easy to do that. Um, so if you are that, recognize it. But it's not everyone else's job to make sure you're comfortable. Make yourself comfortable. You're first in line. So you approach them and be like, hey, like same as like uh, middle school, like trying to find where to sit for lunch. Oh, brutal. Like, not, not a, like occasionally someone will be like, hey, you want some of those? Like, but sometimes you just have to ask. And generally 99% of the time, People are much more willing to be nice than to be mean. Be like, no, you can't sit with us. Yeah. Gonna, right. Like, you, you have to take some initiative. If you want to have friends, you have to step out of that comfort zone a little bit and don't blame everyone else because they didn't include you. Include yourself. think it's important to make sure that you are yourself like don't try to be somebody different to fit in with a with a certain person because eventually yourself is going to come out yeah and you want to make sure that you are with like-minded people and people that I'm thinking in terms of myself that understand my humor or understand uh I mean mostly my humor is what I worry about because I (laughs) because I I tend to say things and do things thinking that they're funny and some people just don't think they are. And that's fine, but that's probably not the individuals that I'm going to try and spend a lot of my time with. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to have to edit myself and who I am. No, never. Thank you. (laughs) I want you to edit yourself. (laughs) Thank you. But yeah. So, and then as far as I think the age sometimes can be a factor. Um, but then if you look at it too, Yes, I'm 51. Dana, what are you now? 30, 38. 38. Brooke is 32. 32 now. My God. Baby. I'm getting old, girl. Baby, <laughs> Baby girl. girl. Um, and there are <laughs> <laughs> and there are some, there are, there is something to some women taking longer to mature 
or, um, I mean, I guess, yeah, mature. But if you really look at it, uh, Brooke's 32 and she's more mature than I am. So <laughs> in, in certain, in certain aspects. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that you need to get an older friend. I mean, I'm not saying don't get an older friend, but, um, there are probably people that are her age that have the same maturity level. Yes. So I wouldn't just say that just because people are young, that they're dumb. Yeah. Well, so no. I mean, well, definitely some of them, I and mean, some of them are old and dumb. So I mean, I think of like Sammy, uh, Rob's assistant. I think she's twenty, twenty, maybe less, maybe even less than that. Twenty, uh-huh. twenty-five and twenty-eight, but she's like full-grown adult. Totally can like hold a conversation. Like, she, and she's Rob's assistant, so you know she has to be like on it. Oh yeah, right. So like, and she's. 10 to 12 years younger than me. And right. We hang out all the time. Yeah, no, definitely. I think for me, I've just ended up, well, I mean, I became friends with Brooke and that just happened naturally, but I do have friends my own age, but they're just so, and I started so young with having kids and, and getting married and all that. And a lot of them have been married for about the same amount of time, but they had kids later. So it just kind of became, um, I still will see them every once in a while, but they're like in the, in, in the thick of it with kids oh. and, you know, husbands and all this kind of thing. And it just kind of happened to where I just started having more younger friends. Plus I've found that a lot of people as they get older and Brooke, your parents have talked about this. It's like, they give up, like they just yeah. think they're old. Yeah. My parents, uh, best friends and they act old. My, yeah. my parents, best friends, my, my dad even said, he said he was driving with him his buddy and he was driving so slow and my dad looked at me and goes you're driving like all those guys that we you we get we get mad at and he goes yeah i know (laughs) and it was like he just he's like that's how he wants to drive now right and my it's like i talked to my parents like my mom says she goes they're they're old and i said it's just because they've it's like you make the decision of of how you want to feel like, obviously there's things that are outside of your, like your control. It's like my body hurts and makes me feel like I'm really a lot older than I actually am all the time, mm-hmm. you know, but for like my parents, they, they don't want to get old yet. No. You know, like they still, yeah, it's a mindset and they, and they don't have to, it's like, you could have people who are like in their 60s, 70s, 80s that if they don't just because they might not move the way they used to or be able to exercise the way they used to or whatever. They still have the mind of someone who wants to still do it. Like go and do stuff like be right. out, out and yeah. um, live yeah. life. It's Jordan. all up here. It's all up here. All of this will go away. <laughs> this outer shell is definitely going to get older, but this doesn't necessarily have to no. brain. That's all, all in your brain. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, hopefully that helps Victoria. I don't know. Uh, you know, making friends is hard sometimes and you win some, you'll lose some. Ain't that the truth. You win some, you lose some. And the ones you win, you hold on to. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, you so, know, sometimes you're like, I'm not looking for new friends. No. Well, and <laughs> we've said that I before. I need like two. That's yeah. My ex used to bring, I used to joke about it. He would become friends with somebody and then they were like his best friend. And then they were over all the time. And then all of a sudden he'd move on to a next one. So then I had made friends with them. And then 
all of a sudden we weren't hanging out with them anymore. And then it was, you know, and, and I got to a point where I was like trying to keep up with my friendships with these people that I made friendships with over the years, but he just kept moving on. And then I'd be like, he'd bring somebody else over and I'd go, I, I can't do new friends. I can't, I can't. I don't have enough time or energy. Or There's too many people. Steps. Yeah. And it's not like this thing where, you know, uh, we're all assholes going, no more new friends. I mean, obviously we'll make new friends, but you get to a point where you have only have so much energy for so many people mm-hmm. in your life. So you got to pick and choose. That's all I got, guys. Oh, that's it? The only question? <laughs> oh, we had, oh... Uh, says db and j oh i like that it's a thing now yeah warning shit this is stupid long positive but rambling long it is what it is just listen to your latest podcast i think it's great format i think now with b and j having done it for so long on their own and knowing each other so well they might uh so well you they might start to struggle thinking of things you they want to share thinking we are bored with them we are not well that's good to hear because we're always like what the fuck um but adding data in there uh this old lady follows her as well as i'm hashimoto's hypothyroidism think opposite of graves but with the same exhaustion and it's clear why you are all such a great group of friends you all love to laugh you especially love to laugh at yourselves which in this ridiculous cancel culture oversensitive karen correction up is down and down is up and no one can be friends unless you 100 agree in 100 percent everything time we need your realness to show that most of us are not the judgy assholes you currently see on social media. And the only way to minimize those loud Karens and screaming radically offended is to keep sharing what the 99% of normal peeps are like. I'm trying to see if there's a question in here. (laughs) Keep reading it. Okay. I am looking forward to propping my phone on the dreaded treadmill. Fucking hate it, but the bears are heavily feeding around here right now. So no walking alone for me, country mountain life for the shits and giggles you provide. And to Dana specifically, Graves and Hashimoto's, I think is now the number one autoimmune disease in the world. From 30 years of dealing with mine, all I know for sure is that both of these thyroid diseases are lifelong and different in every way imaginable for everyone. What works for one person might not for another, although there does seem to be a few common themes to wildly varying degrees. If you can please keep sharing your journey with us all as you learn about it, Sorry, that was the end of the sentence. It's overwhelming and often listening to someone can provide a tip that we hadn't thought about. Your integrity and honesty in your breakdown video, we know and understand. Trust me, please, on this. Fuck the assholes that may say you have nothing to cry about with your body. I get it, even though I'm on the other end and joke that I could do with a touch of graves to get this sloth metabolism to burn off some fat. (laughs) Your body is your business, and this must be a very, very scary time on multiple levels. So shut off the critical voices if they don't offer support or can at least bite their tongue. Leave them in your rearview mirror. Stress is the devil for us and big picture. They don't matter. In fact, this may or could pivot into a marketable endeavor for you, considering how massively prevalent these thyroid diseases are. Something to think about. Cheers. Sorry about the novel. Not a crazy, crazy person. Just the right amount of nutsy cuckoo. (laughs) My husband, (laughs) my hubby's definition, kind of old lady. Cheers. That's from Krista. Krista. Yeah. I think, uh, I heard like one question in there is about like just sharing. So I think I'm pretty much on the road recovery, but I think my best move I've ever done is cut out the endocrinologist that isn't helping me at all. Um, I started going to a natural path 
uh, my naturopath fixed me the last time. She's very hard to get into. Uh, so I went back to her. She kind of has me on the same cocktail. However, this time around, it's uh, before it wasn't affecting so many hormones. Like it's affecting so many things. Like my estrogen doubled. Like your estrogen is supposed to be between like three something and something around the 300s. And it was mine's like 700, which makes oh, wow. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's not good. Like iron's really high. My white blood cells are low. My bilirubin's high. Like just a bunch of weird stuff this time that I didn't have to deal with. So uh, we're doing a little bit of a different protocol. But with a naturopath, they look at everything. They look at everything you're eating. And they try to take such a holistic approach to it. A lot of vitamins. And then um, also have an endocrinologist out of Toronto who is an athlete herself. She was a power, power lifter and she works with athletes. So knowing that I might need a little bit extra supplements here uh, because with Graves and the medicine I'm on, it doesn't let you absorb stuff. So I have to take like extra stuff. So I start absorbing things. So my hair doesn't all fall out. <laughs> and yeah, then also I'm stressing my body out because I'm trying to continue to train uh, business-wise and for my own sanity-wise. Uh, so she understands what I'm putting my body through and understands like, hey, this isn't an, a normal person. This is someone that will test their body time and time again, even when their body doesn't want to be tested anymore. So right. she's been she's been very helpful and she's like, and they're working together, which is nice. So I sent her what uh, the protocol for my naturopath um, and it's a lot of like dietary changes. She wants me to go more gluten-free, stay away from, uh, like there's a whole autoimmune diet that you should be on. And my endocrinologist here didn't say anything about diet. I told her exactly what I was eating. And she said, cause they don't know that they don't teach that. Uh, but at least this lady, she's still an endocrinologist, but she's definitely like, on the more holistic approach. And she looks at food. She looks at everything, your diet, nutrition, your training, absolutely at your stress level. So I take like stress tests every like two weeks just to see how we're doing. She looks at cortisol levels and everything. And it's just so helpful. So I think the biggest thing is like, don't always just go with the first doctor. Um, a lot of times they, they're just going to put you on drugs and they're not going to look at the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so find an app and I think a nat honestly, a natural pass, because she still will prescribe, she still prescribes uh, uh, drugs. Like I'm still on the methamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethamethametham
<laughs> oh, you Somebody needs an allergy it. pill. Little boy snot and a little snot nose. Thank God. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, rate review, subscribe. On Dana, five it's star. So hard when we're on different cameras. Five star rating. Five star warning. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yep. Bye.